0: everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer If you hear dogs barking in the background or playing with their toys or making some noise, don't come at us. We're recording in the house because it's really the only place we can record right now. So we're human. Just deal with it. And another disclaimer, we do not promote underage drinking in any way on our podcast. So when we say let's drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water.
1: (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to this week's recap of The Bachelorette. We are on week five, and today's wine that we are drinking is Deer Creek Diamond Dough.
2: I got it because of the dog on the bottle. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're in week five of The Bachelorette already. I feel like since we already went through one proposal, it's just taking so long. Over I feel like it's at least week 12 already, and the show doesn't even record for that long.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot happening, a whole lot going on. I get kind of frustrated this episode because I was so into Tasha, and then all of a sudden they just cut it out, go back to Claire and Dale. Like, I thought they were gone. They need to just stay gone. And I have a mm-hmm. feeling throughout the rest of it, they're going to keep doing check-ins with them, and I'm going to get real annoyed real fast
2: they check in with them really early too like that's not even enough time outside of the bachelor world to even know if it's going to actually work in the real world long term
1: yeah but I mean, you can tell right off the bat from the beginning of the episode that Tasha really seems into it. You know, she's freaking glowing. I gave her
2: dress a solid 10 out of 10.
1: I love it. I love her so much more. Like, Claire looked good, but Taisha has the personality to go with the good looks as well, so that's pretty nice. And she really seems like she wants to put in an effort. Like, she said she wants to honor the guys, really lean into it and get to know them more. So I really like it. And most of the guys like her more than Claire anyway. That's what they're saying.
2: Keisha <laughs> just seems to know how to play the show a little bit better. Like Claire didn't care if she was messing up the process her messing up you know these guys lives or productions lives or the jobs of these people and tasia just seems to respect everybody a little bit better and play the show out like it's supposed to be played out
1: yeah i think she handles everything a lot better too and i think that um I'm just going to kind of start off with it right off the bat because it happens like it comes up in the beginning of the episode, but then it kind of comes up more in detail at the end of the episode, closer to it was Jason saying how he still had feelings for Claire.
2: No, I seriously worry about him and his mental state.
1: And I want to know, I want to smack him and be like, why? (laughs) But I think he really did do the right thing. If he was, you know he wanted to respect
2: Tasha. Right. Yeah, I completely agree and I'm glad he was able to go to Tasha to begin with and even say that he was having, you know, reservations and that he needed to remove himself now instead of kind of just like stringing her along and stringing himself along to kind of, you know, have a bad situation happen in the long run of this. But if we go to the beginning of the show, you know, we have Tasha and before she even um, comes into the Room with all the guys in. I thought, um, I noted there was a nice plug for the La Quinta at the very beginning. They like panned to the outside of the resort for a nice marketing scheme. And then there was also a scene where right before she walked in, if you looked in the bottom, like, left hand corner of the TV, there was one guy who was just chugging a martini and i want to say it was bennett i'm not 100 positive but like who chugs a martini
1: it would definitely be bennett if it was going to be any of the guys it would probably be him His rolls royce and his loafers <laughs> so he could drop the H-bomb tonight too to uh, Taysha
2: oh my gosh I haven't heard him say it yet other than the first night where they like interviewed him before he met Claire and then I think he probably said something to Claire about his background and where he came from but honestly I'm kind of hoping he says it to Tasha because I just kind of want to see her reaction to him saying that you know he went to Harvard after she tried to pluck herself as a beauty in life Style blogger.
1: You know she gets to know the rest of the guys And Chris Harrison gets ready to come in And you know you hear the dramatic music And you know he's about to stir the pot yeah. And raise some shit up from the ground And He comes in he says "Tasha, I know you really like these men But we got four more coming for you.
2: He made it so, so dramatic coming in and, like, stealing her away from a guy and not telling her what it was and making sure she was, like, alone and away from everybody else when he said it. And then he goes, we're bringing in four men. And, like, I thought he was wanting to bring in, like, limos and limos of more men for her to meet. And
1: then, you know, all the guys that are already in the house are getting all her Like, what do you mean you're bringing in more guys? Like, uh well you knew it was gonna happen. You gotta give her some more variety. Claire sent like all of home, like
2: <laughs> all those men, just make it seem like they're so entitled to like where they are and the place they are and the place they made it in the show. Like, I'm so sorry to tell them, like they're on The Bachelor and they're entitled to literally nothing except the contract they signed.
1: And you're starting from the beginning because she's a new person.
2: Exactly.
1: It's like you guys are all on the same level with her. You might be closer with the other guys than the new guys. But when it comes to Tasha's perspective, you guys are all in the same
2: boat, dude. Right. And if they want to bring on more guys, like I literally do not care as a viewer. Like they can go ahead and bring on new guys for us to get to know because I feel like I'm even getting to know the old guys for the first time, you know, now because of how much Claire fanned over Dale and it was always Dale, Dale, Dale and Claire, Claire, Claire and so cringy of their relationship.
1: <laughs> Cringe central.
2: Okay, so the four guys that they bring in for Tasha to meet are Spencer, Montel, Noah and Peter. And since you raided the guys on the first night, I went ahead and rated the guys who came in on this night. I love it. I love it. Okay,
1: tell me your thoughts.
2: Okay, so Spencer, I gave an 8 out of 10, basically just on looks. But as the episode moves on, and you get to see his attitude a little bit and how he treats the other men, I probably would dock him a couple points now. Um, Montel, I gave a 6 out of 10. And I wrote down that I didn't like his eyes. <laughs> and then Peter, I gave a 7 out of 10. And Noah, I gave a 7.5 out of 10. Honestly, I can't really even remember them apart right now. All I know is one of them is a nurse and all of them look better in their Instagram feeds than they do in television.
1: (laughs) Listen, all I know is Noah's handsome.
2: That's all I wrote. That's the only note that I wrote. I put Noah equals handsome. I know. I already looked up the final four, and then who gets eliminated from there, and then who she picks, so I won't give my opinion on very many of them. Kylie,
1: (laughs) why? You do this to yourself every single season. You do this to
2: yourself. Listen, there's a certain point where I just get bored with the season. And as much as I didn't like Claire and I didn't like her attitude and her antics, she kept the drama coming back each and every week. And now that Tasha's on, she's like a very nice girl and she's like following the rules a little bit better and she's more respectful. I'm just bored now with the season. So this way I'm able to look them up and then I'm able to follow them and keep tabs on them throughout the season. So
1: I know who to follow. So I know who to Instagram stalk. Except we already kind of talk Ed. It's
2: fine. Yeah, I do. I do like Ed. I'm very thankful that he decided that he would respond to our comments on his Instagram post one day. I like his Instagram. Okay, and then we have the First Impression Rose 2.0. It's Taisha's First Impression Rose, and that goes to Spencer. And I was a little bit re- worried we were going to have another Dale situation on our hands and she was going to cling to him throughout the entire episode, but I was proven wrong. And was he the guy who did the coin toss in the water fountain? I can't remember who it was. Do you?
1: No, but all I remember from that impression that first impression rose, was they smooched. Like, he just dove right in. You know, I met you 45 minutes ago, but let me...
2: Yeah, I know. I agree. That was a tad uncalled for. I'm just trying to remember who... Toss the coins in the water fountain, because I remember thinking, like, this is probably, like, a public fountain at the La Quinta. It's probably, like, their one out front that all the guests see, and they can't be throwing quarters into this fountain. Like, it's probably filtered, not made for quarters. Like, some poor producer is going to have to go in there after they throw the quarters in and get them, because they can't go in the filter. Yeah. oh god and then she cancels the rose ceremony and we're at the part that everybody has been waiting for the claire and dale tell all
1: <laughs>
2: i mainly worry that dale is being kept in a basement shackled up by claire oh yeah
1: like especially with the comment of big marriage or kids which ones do you think's gonna have first and he's like oh marriage definitely she's like
2: whatever well yeah chris harrison's like you know what's next for you guys are you gonna get married are you gonna move in together and claire goes babies and dale goes you know babies like what type of babies is this lady planning on having <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. But then Chris goes, oh, let me see that ring. Like, you didn't pick it out. You didn't see it. You're the one that... To get it brought
2: in. Yeah, Chris Harrison is totally trying to play it off. Like, he didn't go out and, like, pick the ring himself or, like, have Neil Lane just send in his best ring. Like, Dale had no idea he was proposing that night, so there was no way that they were able to get him to, like, you know, FaceTime Neil Lane or, like, have Neil Lane fly in and quarantine for two weeks and then him pick one and, um, have it, like, there ready for him when he was ready to propose and i think like everybody is also forgetting the fact that you know she keeps going on about how she's waited for a man her whole entire life two years ago when she was on bachelor winter games there was a guy who was on the bachelor canada and they brought them like all to the united states to do like a spinoff of the winter olympics and he proposed to her in the finale or the tell-all of that show and i think everybody's just forgetting like this has happened before.
1: So, and then you hear Chris ask, like, oh, well, what do you think about this, Dale? And the one thing I wrote, quoted, it's a lot. is what Dale said. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're engaged to Claire. She's clearly crazy. So, yeah, probably, I'm sure it's a lot. A lot more than you bargained for, buddy. I mean, you knew her at the La Quinta, but now you're in it with her real
2: life. It's just, like, so obvious that, like, Dale isn't interested in her. And if he is interested in her, he's doing a very, like, poor job of it, and I just think he's probably starting to see, like, how crazy she is, like, she brought up the fact that, like, you know, they, she was pacing around a pool, and Dale just, like, grabbed her hand and paced with her, like, you know, that was the end-all be-all of what a good man should be. And
1: then she's saying, you know, we're, like, it's a lot, it's a lot, he's saying, but then she's going, like, well, when people make fun of it or question our relationship, it hurts my feelings. Which, don't listen to our podcast then, Claire, because you're going to go into a downward spiral.
2: Listen, Claire, you know, get in line if you think you, your feelings are just hurt from The Bachelor show. Like, feelings get hurt daily over here. But
1: you are on The Bachelorette. You're on a TV, a reality TV show. People are going to comment. People are going to make nasty comments, and then there's going to be some people that really hype you up. It's not all going to be sunshines and roses for you. Literally, exactly. get it five bruises. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I hate when I see people who were on the show before and they try to say like, they get so upset when people talk about how, you know, you were on the show and you knew what you signed up for. And they're like, well, no, we really didn't. And I'm like, well, kind of to an extent you did know what you were, you know, signing up for. You were going on a public platform and you were, you know, showing your true or fake self for people to see and judge. So you knew that and you knew if you got past a certain week, you were going to have to tell your one sob story of your life and you were going to have people judge you for that. Yep.
1: And then I had like a couple other notes. So I had three more one of course she starts freaking crying in the middle of it because you know she can't not cue the waterworks and then two chris goes right from the sappy questioning like oh you know he's there for you that's so nice so done dun, bachelor nation needs to know did you know each other did you lie to all of us and starts interrogating them he went from being like oh that's so sweet to What the hell did you guys do? And then Claire goes, well, you know, it was very tempting. You know, I followed a few of the guys on social media just to see what they were doing, but I never really interacted. And then she goes, but I would like their posts and their photos, but I would never interact. She said, you know, it's hard because we've never had a pandemic in the past. And I'm like, what?
2: Wait. I mean, Claire, if we are fact-checking people, I'm pretty sure the world went through another pandemic in 1918 with the Spanish influenza, but... Granted,
1: Bachelor wasn't recording, but she just pulled out that we've never had a global pandemic before, and it's like, (laughs) um, (laughs) okay, glad you're a hairdresser or not a historian.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the only other two notes I made when they had their out was I wrote down drink every time she says show up because I think... I, I don't even know how many times in total she said those words, but I think she's probably going to write a bad memoir that's called Just Show Up. A
1: boring-ass autobiography by Claire.
2: And, like, I usually will either think about buying, or I will actually, like, buy, like, the Bachelor leads autobiographies when they come out, but... Write
1: books about it.
2: Yeah, so, Andy Dorfman, who was on One Pablo Season with Claire, and then she went on to be the Bachelorette, she wrote book about her time on the bachelorette and then about the time that she was engaged to the guy he picked and just how awful like the differences between the people on the show and then like how they can be like really harmful and abusive after the show and then colton underwood actually also wrote a book about his time on the show and just his life that i read the only other note i made then was that you know she said her dad would be so proud of her right now and i'm like okay claire you picked a boy like we didn't make any major career changes we did not get promoted like all you did was go on a show and pick a boy yeah And then, you know, that ended, so. And with that, we are going to take a drink break. Cheers.
0: You know what I can't stand? Razor burn, not getting close enough shave, and the outrageous price of razors anymore. That's all solved with Billy. Billy is a company truly for women, and they'll actually mail razors and everything you need for shaving right to your front door. For $9, you can get your starter kit where you get your razor handle, two razor blades, and a shower mount, and it comes right to your door for you. Then after that, you can choose your subscription time, whether that be one, two, or every three months, and they'll send you four more blades. Billy's also awesome because they have a bunch of other things that you can add on. I personally just got the magnetic travel case where you don't have to take your razor blade off. It actually is magnetic, clips in, and has a ventilation system. So that way it doesn't get all moldy, musty, and sticky while you're traveling. So go ahead and check out Billy yourself and tell us what to think.
2: And we are back to our week five recap of The Bachelorette. After Claire and Dale's little tell-all, you know, see you, Claire. Um, we pan to Tasha, who is journaling on the same exact couch that Claire was journaling on. And I'm not sure if this is a requirement of the show, but I know that I don't usually journal my every thoughts and feelings But we also are able to have the first group date for Tasha, and this group date is not dodgeball. However, it is pole basketball, and the men are in similar outfits, and all I wish is that Yosef would have been here to be on this date.
1: (laughs) I'm sure he probably posted about it. I didn't check Twitter or Instagram or anything, but I'm sure that he did put a little bit of shade like, oh, you're sexualizing these men again because they did she did and it shows in other commercials she does the same thing in future episodes once again these men are almost butt naked in speedos and having to walk home if you lose Mm -hmm. to your room at the La
2: Quinta. Yeah and like aren't they mad about this one happening because it's literally the same thing as what happened earlier with Claire. The,
1: The La Quinta public pool.
2: I actually watched the episode with my sister and she never watches The Bachelor like frequently or anything and she made a comment how there always has to be a guy in a speedo and i said well with the bachelorette all the guys are usually in speedos and this is also where we kind of saw where spencer's kind of aggressive and because he either got punched or elbowed and he either punched elbowed pushed a guy
1: Riley elbowed him and caused him to bleed of course he was milking the shit out of that oh my face (laughs) (laughs) did you know what kenny did with his um peck flexing. I for sure thought you would pick up on that of all people. He was standing
2: there with his shirt off and he was going do 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 with his pecs. No, I didn't, but I do enjoy the American flag that he has tattooed on like his arm and chest area. Like, okay, Kenny, we get it. You're a United States citizen. <laughs> That flag wave, man. <laughs> and then we panda Jason, and he's kind of like questioning his feelings and if he should really be there. And overall, I'm like kind of worried about his mental state. I kind of wish he would go get a psych email after the show ends. But he goes to Tisha in her room and kind of just tells her like how he's feeling and you know everything that you know is going on. I'm like very worried that he still is in love with Claire because that's concerning
1: that's the reaction I thought she would have when he said that I Thought she'd be like well I'm very proud of you for saying that which she did eventually but instead of saying you know I appreciate you coming and telling me that you don't have those feelings for me but instead she goes well you didn't really give me the chance I would hate for you to miss out on an opportunity well think of it Tasha, if you're not 110 percent in just didn't him like you are some of the other guys what are you gonna do just let him get her twice
2: yeah and that's exactly what claire did in the beginning is that she you know strung along these guys and made it seem like sh- they were all gonna have an equal and fair chance when she was so into Dale. and i understand that like production went to her and was like hey claire like we should probably like cut the shit and like quit this but she also had to be like compliant and agree to like cut it off too so it's shocking that Tisha would want him to stay when he was like you know i i just don't think this is best for either of us
1: yeah i mean i think that he handled it well and she even said you know you thank you for not coming in and she said but this was one of my fears was you guys being so attached to claire and then you leave like, you had one guy do that. All the other guys told you that they like you so much more than Claire, so chill
2: out. And Jason even said, like, I know these are my feelings, but I can, like, guarantee to you that, you know, the other guys that are here, they don't feel this way, you know, that they're here only for you. But I can only imagine that, like, production probably, like, made her say, you know, she was worried that the guys would, like ollie be in love with claire still and because there's like one plug that they have for like every lead that's like their main storyline like some of them are unlovable or in claire's case that nobody would show up for her but they do a really great job of just like tagging that along for the entire season
1: the other comment from one of the other guys that i picked up on that he kind of pulled from claire and Dale was easy. Saying I feel like I just met my wife, and I had flashbacks, like PTSD flashbacks. Yeah <laughs> first night where claire was like, I think I just met my husband. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 Easy, no.
2: Yeah, and Easy actually got the group date rose, which I was very shocked by because I don't know, I just didn't think he was the the guy who made the best impression during the whole entire like group date day and night and I really thought it was going to go to Spencer which is why I was concerned that we were going to have like another Clarendale situation on our hands. But I
1: think they're they're starting to show that Spencer's kind of a little bit of a douche. Like I picked up on him saying in the one interview like he's got this in the bag.
2: Yeah which leads me to believe he's like just not going to last very long and I liked when Kenny called him out or whoever called him out and like was telling him he was kind of being like little bit rude, and he's like, "Oh, well, I had, I had no idea." Yeah, I'm
1: mm-hmm. sure you did.
2: Yeah, I'm sure nobody in production like tried to hype him up and talk him up and say that like he was definitely a front runner and that he was going to make it really far in the house at all. And so then we have Brandon's one on one, and I have to say, I do really like him.
1: I do too. I really think they have a great connection, and. I- If I have anyone in the running lead right now, I think it is him.
2: I know. And I already looked things up, so I, like, won't spoil it for anybody. Just, like, personally, myself, I do really like him.
1: Yeah, like, I think that they just have a lot in common. I mean, with the whole divorce, and he was very upfront with it about her. And, you know, she told him how many kids she wants, and he was like, that's cool. If that's actually true, who knows? But I mean, I don't think anybody in their right mind wants five kids.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just a lot of kids to one at one time. And, you know, I'm, that's great if she wants to, you know, have that many, but I would probably suggest having one and kind of seeing where it goes from there. But the day portion of their day, they were horseback riding. And I'm just like kind of concerned as to where these horses came from and the fact that they like literally can't go anywhere other than the resort so did somebody just say like hey we kind of need you to like survey the property we need to get some measurements just for like legal reasons so can you like do a date where you just like get on horses and just kind of like gallop around the outskirts of the La Quinta. Go
1: on the outskirts of the La Quinta property.
2: Yeah I'm just concerned like where they even got these horses to begin with and like they're at the La Quinta which I can only assume is like a Spanish name to begin with and then they have Chris Harrison passing out margaritas.
1: But they have La says everywhere it's not like it's just there yeah they get something says we stayed in one in north carolina they're those things are everywhere they're like a Hampton Inn
2: chain oh okay so it's just like a holiday inn express type of deal gotcha so for their date in general they just like kept going around to like different stations and i was like are they at like epcot and disney world going around the world drinking or are they just like low budget and low on staff so chris harrison has to pass all these things out
1: you said let me know
2: yeah and then they make it seem like he has some kind of like feud with chris harrison because he says he's like always ruining his dates and i'm like okay sir like calm down god yeah people are crazy they're
1: all this whole entire process and then the guys all get super super jealous
2: and then towards the end of the date, they like end at a pool before they go to like the nighttime portion and it's a different pool than we've seen before so i think it's probably the pool at like the honeymoon suite or something
1: yeah i think it's the i think it's the private pool because if i remember correctly remember that date that clay and that one guy went on where he went to kiss her or she went to kiss him and he didn't meet her that way i think that's the pool that they were in
2: oh okay i got you and then to like end their date they're just like talking about how they both been divorced before and how they just kind of like grew apart from their like husband and wife and then that's basically it. They just had a conversation. I don't really have much to say about it. But, like, that's basically the end of the episode. And then they preview for next week. And they have Ashley and Jared on there. And I'm just, like, not their biggest fan.
1: Ashley and Jer- See, I don't know who that is.
2: Ashley was the girl who was known for crying a lot before Claire was known for crying a lot. Um, And then Jared was the boy that she was, like, really interested in. They went on a season of Bachelor in Paradise together, and he, like, didn't really like her. And he gave it a chance, but he didn't like her, I guess, a lot on that season and maybe the season after they were both on as well. But then, like, years later, he realized he actually did like her, and then they got engaged, and then they got you know, married. And that was really the end of the episode. Then we will see you on Friday for a new episode release. And then we will see you back next Monday for another recap of The Bachelorette.